Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 117. It's easy during pandemic times to fall unceremoniously into missing and waiting. Missing all those activities we mostly took for granted, including, most importantly, regular meals and time with loved ones. For me, especially my daughters, along with just hugging them. There is the missing of dancing tango, eating out, having friends over, going to a movie, concert, or stimulating science lecture. Waiting for things to get back to some sense of normal, perhaps hopeful that recent positive vaccine news will forward that reality. And of course, an end to the suffering of so many who have been really sick or lost people close to them to the virus. Beyond missing and waiting, which do capture me at some point each day, is the heart space of what I've come to term being with everyday miracles. This past week, both of my ears plugged up with wax, reducing my hearing to about 85%, despite my best efforts at self-care and attempts to get an appointment to get them professionally flushed or curetted out. And I had cataract surgery on one eye, so I had a partial but significant sensory deprivation experience for a couple of days. Recently, I met a man who was deaf for a large part of his life until cochlear implants became available. He shared how those times only increased his determination to make something of himself despite the barriers and also increased his sense of compassion. Of course, most of us are aware that we possess more than the usual grade and school instruction about five senses, hearing, sight, smell, taste, touch. While these are dependent on external stimuli, we also have a variety of internal sensory systems, balance, spatial orientation, proprioception, the position of our body, and noisiception, physical pain perception. We also have chemo and osmoreceptions that lead us to experience hunger and thirst, for example. We may not have the intensity of smell dogs enjoy, enough apparently to detect a teaspoon of sugar in an Olympic-sized swimming pool, or the marvelous echolocation of bats, or the astute ability of cuttlefish to sense polarized light, think of the multiple scatterings and reflections of a still body of water, or the use of Earth's magnetic fields that guide migratory birds. Yet the richness of our sensory experience is undeniable. Rudolf Steiner, the founder of the Waldorf Method of Instruction, speaks of man's 12 senses and their relation to imagination, inspiration, and intuition. He includes such senses as the life sense, which is the inner sensation of one's own health and inner condition, and also of life around us. Just this, wow, I'm alive and it's amazing, is a continual source of comfort to me, and a little mantra I often repeat. A relatable example might be the heightened feeling of the inner life force after exercise, when the body's relaxing and cooling down, or sensing the difference between fresh-from-the-garden steamed veggies and eating microwaved frozen vegetables. He describes the sense of language or word and all that is involved with this incredible human achievement perceiving both word content and unspoken body messages, as well as vocalizing and reading. He includes thought sense as the ability to perceive thoughts, and ego sense, the capacity to detect another person's presence and sense of personal space, which enhance our cooperative working together intelligence. 
Mr. Steiner also expanded on the sense of balance to reflect its inner realm of rest, equilibrium, and feeling one's spirit. And he called the sense of movement freedom of the soul. Back to the everyday miracles and my friend with his cochlear implants. While Western medicine clearly does not get everything right, there are some simply astounding advances that have been developed to keep our basic senses functioning, from pain meds to hearing aids to cataract surgery. I experienced the wonder, as I mentioned, of the latter this past week. Eye drops to dilate and then more to numb. Using a special surgical tool, one small incision into the eye via an operating microscope. A fluid viscoelastic is injected into the eye by the surgeon to help stabilize the interior and maintain eye pressure. Then, phacoemulsification, wonderful onomatopoeia medical jargon. With this method, ultrasonic energy breaks apart the cataract as the hollow phaco tip suctions out the broken fragments of the shattered cloudy lens. A folded intraocular artificial lens is then inserted and opens into the cavity left by the removal of the original lens. The wound seals itself, just antibiotic and steroid eye drops for a time to assure proper healing. Presto! A 10-minute miracle medical procedure avoids the fate of over 5 million globally each year who slowly go blind from this condition. The experience caused me to donate to the Himalayan Cataract Project, CureBlindness.org, which brings this technology to underserved areas in Africa and Asia. Thomas Merton, a favorite source of inspiration, states, The contemplative life is not and cannot be a mere withdrawal, a pure negation, a turning of one's back on the world with its sufferings, its crises, its confusions, and its errors. He asks of us nothing short of metanoia, a change in one's way of life resulting from spiritual conversion, a transformative opening of the heart. Feeling the miracle rhythms of our senses, I believe, aids that process. I do my best to slow down, and tune into my personal paradise of qualia, those subjective perceptual experiences that are always uniquely ours. From taking a shower, to watching a sunset, to eating good food, to an invigorating hike, or quietly surrendering to music we love, such riches remain part of our everyday fare to enjoy. This radiance is always relevant to our journey, more so when battling pandemic fatigue and full catastrophe. In a flash, we can summon irrepressible aliveness, break out of the chamber of the mind, and into our senses. As always, thanks for listening, and remember your friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.